The following audio brought to you by TSF Entertainment Podcast may contain graphic descriptions of violence and or audio clips of violence or sexual explicit events. Listener's discretion is advised. They say this is a big rich town. I just come from the poet's part. Bright light, city life, I gotta make it, this is where it goes down I just happen to come up hard Legal or illegal, baby, I gotta make it I never it. took a straight path nowhere Life's full of twists and turns, bumps and bruises, I live, I learn I'm from that city full of yellow cabs and skyscrapers It's hard to get a start in these parts without paper Homie, I grew up in hell, a block away from heaven That corner ain't 15 minutes, it move a 7 What's good, TSF Entertainment Podcast? It's your boy, Juggernaut of Souls, and I'm with the girl, Crystal, the bro, Retro CG, and bro, Jack of Jordans. And today, we talking about the power episode, Scorched Earth. What's good, y'all? What's, What's up, good? Man? Hey. So, I'm really excited. We got a special guest with us tonight, Miss Really BTV in the house. Hey. But we finna break this thing down because we got some things to talk about, man. Let's break it all the way down. Man, we got some things to talk about, man. So, mm-hmm. episode 609, Scorched Earth. And to me, this episode really should be called Snitch Earth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Holy shit, snitches get stitches. I mean, yo, what's up with the writing for this episode, y'all? It was horrible. I mean, just terrible. Did somebody call in sick when they start writing this episode? Oh, no, man. <laughs> I think you could have did a better job than this. Somebody, somebody had some kind of family emergency or some shit, because this shit was ridiculous. And then we waited a whole week for this bullshit. That's, that was, the, that was the, like the, the hurtful part, man, because I'm like, oh, I got to wait. Oh, I got to wait. And then when I watched it at 12 a.m., I said, what the fuck did I just witness? Why are you still staying up late to watch this? It can wait till the morning. This is not worth staying up. This was not worth the midnight watch. I feel like they also the episode behind this bullshit. Hell yeah, it should have been a bonus episode, man. Mm -mm. This should have been a what if episode. Let this thing get over with and die peacefully. Because this is, I I, I don't know. They just, they insult my intelligence. With every week, I just feel like I'm losing more and more brain cells. I'm sorry. Damn, she said her IQ was dropping when watching this shit. It is like you don't even have to be street smart to under to know that that's just not how shit go down. Like I'm sorry, you you know what I mean? Well, let's get into it then. Okay, let's get into it. The potatoes are the thing. Let's get it. So the episode starts off with um, Tommy taking cash to. Who's apparently been asleep the whole time? I mean, that. again, going back. <laughs> hey, to first off, first off, bro. Before you keep going with that one, we know who he dropped him off to. Where this nigga been at, bro? <laughs> but for real though, I could have sworn they mentioned in the previous episode that he was locked up. So I mean, okay, no, he's, he's a convicted felon. He's out of jail. He's out of jail. Cause remember that's what she she said when when they pulled her over and they said, you know, they're not gonna let him go to a convicted felon. You know that your that's son right. won't go to live with the dang. That's right. Because uh, Blanca and Keisha, when she wrote up on her to try to get her to sign the papers, that's right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, okay. 
so we see Tommy drop um, cash out to um, his father, um, Kadeem. And um, they didn't have too much dialogue. I mean, they basically was talking about how they can't believe that Keith was gone. Tommy pretty much tells him that, you know, he has an idea of who he thinks did it, but um, when he finds out who did it, he'll make it right. And Cash was still asleep, so I don't know if he gave the little fella a sleeping pill or some shit, but um, I feel like we were robbed and cheated a little bit because we should have been able to at least, at the very least, see Cash. <coughs> like, where's my mom? Right. You know? Right, facts. Um, so Lakeisha's um, dead, she's gone, and apparently everyone knows it. Um, and we were cheated out of that because you know, except for ghost, yeah, except for ghost, yeah, except for ghost. Ghost is always the last to find out about everything, but you know, how did the body get discovered? Did Tommy get rid of the body? Did Blanca show up at the house to see the body? You know, why isn't Tommy having any questions about the bag packed by the stairs? I mean. It, it, it just they fast forward that storytelling. You know, they should have took a little bit more time to, I, to I, close that that storyline up. I forgot about the bag by the door. Lord have mercy. They missed oh, a lot yeah, of details, man. She had her shit. She had her shit packed up ready by the door. So when they call, she can dip. They missed she, so many details with it, man, because if you like you kind of go back to what Ghost was saying when Sean was about to get ready to try to kill him, he was like, "You shooting too close. You'll get splattered on your blood. You'll get blood splattered on your on your shirt and your suit and all of that type of stuff. And how you gonna handle that?" It was kind of like, "Well, you know, Tasha, you was kind of close when you pulled the trigger, you know, or the trigger accidentally, you know, snap." Not saying I wasn't happy that she did pull the trigger. I wish it was a way that they could both have been shot. I, I, that would have been lovely. But that would have been awesome. But and her wig would have flew off too. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, you would have died. I will. You know, but I think they left. I think they left out a lot of details, man. And it was like the writer was always missing something that us fans was catching on to that wasn't consistent with the last episode. And it was all over the place. I mean, and going back to, uh, I'm glad you brought that up too, Dane, because like, did Tasha not have this outfit on the whole episode? I mean, you know, we've seen in previous seasons that she's always been adamant about getting rid of evidence, you know, getting right. rid of the clothes, burning them up in the incinerator and scrubbing down or whatever. And she literally walks around the entire episode in her murder outfit. I just, that that was just, that's not believable. And where's the gun? Where's the gun? Where's the papers? Where's the papers? Where's the what, pa- was the, what was the point of them showing us um, her take the papers if they weren't going to be important to the storytelling? Like, I, I just, I didn't understand where they went with that. Um, but let's go back to Lakeisha Baby Daddy real quick. So, did y'all catch when he asked Tommy, you know, is Cash going to see you again? He was like, Shh, maybe. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, out of all things, you know, you ain't seen your son in I don't know how long. And the first thing you say out your mouth is, it, is he going to see you again? Like, wait a minute, dog. Shouldn't you be trying to make sure Shorty's straight? Like, his mama go. But you know what? The, the biggest thing I have a problem with, really, in that scene between, um, um, we we pretty much know that Tommy automatically assumes his ghost, and I don't like how they write Tommy. They write him so one dimensional. Like he has no other brain cells that will allow him to think of anyone else as a suspect. He automatically assumes anything negative is ghost. It's you know, always ghost. It's always you ghost. You kill twenty thousand people. 
You killed all these people. You got all these enemies. Mm-hmm. You've been selling drugs for 20 years. Like, you have so many other people, and nothing, no matter what, if it's raining too hard, that motherfucking ghost. It's like, why is everything <laughs> ghost's fault? I, oh, real. I, I thought I was the only one that was irritated by that. I mean, I, I don't like how they make him so dense of a character. In some aspects, they make him smart, you know, when it comes to the street shit. But when it comes to the reality of things, they just make him just as dumb. He don't, yeah, you know, he don't use his goddamn head for shit. But we I mean, always Tommy said that. Have been dead. In real life, Tommy would have been dead. In real life. Like, he, oh, yeah. no he should have been dead world. this episode. He should have been dead and gone this episode. That, that's oh, another yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. oh, don't even get me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll wait till you get there. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think, then, I think, well, we said this before. In, in previous, you know, previous episodes that, you know, that Tommy wasn't much of a thinker. Tommy was just a, a cold-blooded, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, killer. he's a fucking liar. Yeah. He's a fucking live wire. Like, yeah. as long as he you don't, can, he don't really, long as he can go out here and kill shit, he good. You know what I'm saying? The motherfucker ain't good on using his brain. He, he I mean, in some aspects, thing. but it's, I, 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 I'm going to disagree with that slightly, simply because we have seen him evolve. Just like the whole caper where they got um, Alicia broke out of the courthouse. I mean, Tommy came up with that whole idea by himself, and he outsmarted Ghost. So he has the potential to. He had a team. He had say, a team. I though. think it was more of that he had the the manpower. I don't think it's so much he outsmarted Ghost. Ghost just didn't have anybody to work with. Like he didn't have a team. Yeah, yeah, that's all that and, is. And, and, like and then, but at the same time, the team that he had was shaky at best. So it's it's amazing that they was even able to pull that caper off because I mean, you know, Lakeisha was scared the whole time, you know. Oh god. And two bit and spanky, they just dumb and dumber, you know. So <laughs> oh it, was, my god. it was just amazing that they were able to even get I'm gonna hold off until we get to that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> So we then see him um, block a roll up on him um, when he's leaving Lakeisha's baby daddy house. And, you know, she's pretty much questioning him about what happened to Lakeisha and, you know, pretty much telling him that she was getting ready to snitch on him. My question to that is, how the fuck did she find him? <laughs> yeah, she pulled up on his ass quick as hell while he was walking up to the car. Like, oh, yeah, your girlfriend's dead and you walking around like it's all good. Why you didn't how call does she in? even know that Lakeisha's dead? How, how do you know? Did y'all go to the house and find her body? I mean, I, that, I just... We yeah, man, that shit was... That shit was open in it. They, you know what I'm saying? Like, when did Tommy ever call it in? I mean, and you know no what took place. I'm sorry, I mean to cut you off. No, it's all good. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying, and there's no reason in the world why Tommy's not in cuffs. I don't care, like, whether they have the evidence to hold him or not, they are taking him in for questioning. Person you, of interest. Right. Person of interest off the break. You were the last person that they know of. Like, she lived with you. They found her shot dead smack in the middle of her forehead laying on the floor knowing that she just signed those those papers to be um to be a snitch and you gonna tell me that he not at least put in handcuffs nah uh uh-uh nope 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 and then why y'all not why don't y'all have a tail on him from that moment on y'all should have been following him to track his movements see what's going on see can y'all even get the evidence up to arrest him I, I agree with you. That was just stupid for her not to even take him downtown for questioning. But it, that been ghost ass, shit, they would have that motherfucker in court. Oh, yeah, his, his, his ass would have been down there ASAP for like three or four days. Exactly. Sitting in there 
and chilling and shit because Proctor dead. Right. So nobody he ain't, called, he ain't got no motherfucking yeah, legal help. The law, they ain't got no legal help no more. So yeah, you would be sitting but out there. I think that's where the, the writer is, is losing me. And that's why I was like, did the original writer just, you know, call out of work on sick leave or something? Because none of it is consistent with any other seasons that we ever saw previous to that. I'm like, why? Like, but I hate to tell y'all this: the 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 <coughs> showrunner wrote this episode, Gary Lennon. Like Gary Lennon usually gives us good episodes. Like mm. usually episodes that he direct and episodes that he has written are usually really good episodes. So it was very disappointing to see that this is his work right here. Like I was very surprised. Well, that man was going off that new uh fifty champagne or some man. shit. This shit was ridiculous. He had a bad batch. Um, there was oh, one wow. satisfying part of this show, but I'm going to wait till we get to that. <laughs> it definitely was a very good, satisfying... I'm talking about... I know what... I, I think I know what part he's talking about. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's a damn shame, boy. It's definitely oh, one satisfying part of this show, but... That's a damn shame that. everybody knew what he's talking about. We're going to so stay we on did switch to... <laughs> We're going to that, we're gonna get into that in a heartbeat. So we did oh, switch yeah. to uh, Ghost at this office space, um, and then um, we see him and Lorette and Ramona show up, and pretty much um, Lorette, whatever the hell her name is, pretty much basically tells Ghost that she wants him to be her lieutenant go- governor. I called it. I told y'all this. I told y'all. Yeah. I saw this yeah, 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 yeah. Four or five episodes ago, but it's still unrealistic. For his ghost to have been mixed up in as much shit as he's been mixed up in, he's been accused of murder. He's accused of being a drug dealer. He's been people don't being shot and killed in truth left and right. He is no. You're you're, you're telling me that this man qualifies? To honestly, hold a political I, office. I, I, honestly, because I'm from Detroit and we had to deal with a man, Kwame Kilpatrick, who's serving the rest of his life in prison. Yeah, it's possible, bro. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> it's, it's possible. I mean, it's possible. very I'm, fucking possible. Well, I mean, I'm in DC where we had the mayor for life, Mary Barry, but I don't care. There is nothing realistic. You are not gonna sit here and tell me that that white woman thought exactly. that, that black oh, man. Oh, the white woman thinking that. Option. That's one thing. <laughs> was her only I mean, option, not her best option. Her only option, because remember, right. he didn't even have a running mate. We're just going to forget that he spent all of season three in jail. Like, we're going to forget that. I mean, <laughs> we're going to forget that he was just on trial. If we, in real time, he was just on trial in headlines. Uh, I mean, his kids couldn't even go to school. And now he's about to be running for lieutenant gov. Like, really? Wrongfully I, I, accused. Uh, okay. Wrongfully accused. And I'm saying that it can happen just because I live in Detroit. <laughs> we had to deal with that shit. He ran with a whole game. But that's y'all do story. have a lot going on up there in Detroit. Y'all, y'all, but, y'all criminals. But even back, even so. though even though he was wrongfully accused, you're right, he was, and he mm-hmm. was vindicated for that. However, his criminal dealings with Tommy Egan, keep in mind, from season one, him and Tommy have been a package deal. So even though he was vindicated for that crime they still are suspicious of him of other crimes. He's constantly in the headlines. He's constantly being investigated. He's constantly being questioned. And then it, there's some rumblings about uh, uh, AUSA that was murdered, Angela Valdez. And you're sitting here telling me that this man is, is, is qualified to run for a political office? Or in New York? <laughs> I mean, I mean, we, I mean can call bull- we can call bullshit, but at the end of the day... <laughs> He got off. He got off because they said uh, he couldn't have did it, but he know who did it, and he still turned around and told him, "Nah, I don't know who did it." But judging by his reaction, it almost seems that 
as though this was his plan all along because he seemed to have a moment of gratification when she extended the offer for her to for him to go on a ticket with her. He seemed to be satisfied. He seemed to be like, oh shit, I made it type deal. And you know, uh, Ramona, she's just drunk on dick so bad right now. She'll do whatever she can <laughs> to get I'm waiting for that shit. A little piece. I'm waiting for that shit to take I, place, I, I, man. I that lady's so thirsty. I want somebody to get that lady a drink of water. That lady need a drink of water. She's so thirsty. I, I that thought shit should have going down like time ago. episode, man. We we that's that's long that's long overdue for you know they go ahead and take. I'm surprised he ain't took her down through there yet. I, I mean, I'm surprised yeah. he cracked her back yet because yeah, I'm surprised too. I'm very surprised, man. You know, Governor Tate was trying to, but hey, but, Governor but, Tate he, a fool for how he brought it to Governor her. Tate, I'm sorry, Councilman Tate. Yeah, but hey, he a but, fool uh, for how he brought it to her. He said, hey, you ain't. You ain't felt the magic stick yet. That <laughs> shit was hilarious. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he was trying to give her the good. Hey, she turned her nose up at him. She like, I'm not interested. Yeah, attributes, mind you, wasn't you wasn't feeling that. You know what I'm saying? You feeling that shit But I think he did get some type of gratification by you know by doing that. You know, ultimately he wanted to get out the drug game and. You know, most people who's in politics, you ask me, are crooked in some form or fashion. If you ask me, could be agreed, wrong. Agreed. I could be right. But you know, his 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 thing was to get out of the drug game and be a successful uh business owner, not even necessarily a club owner, to be himself a successful business owner. And I think that was kind of like solidifying his right. spot away from the drug game uh, on on top of the loose screen that he had to clean up later on in the episode. That was him. Getting completely away from it. Facts. I think so this I think further, that's why I got the gratification. I think this further gets him closer to cementing that legit life that he wants and that mm-hmm. he's been fighting for. Because he's really been fighting for this. I mean, with his family, his freedom. I mean, he's been really fighting to try to go legit. So I think this was his his realization that this is one step closer to me being um that legit businessman that he wants to be. And now I have a position of power. Now I really have made it. But let's right. talk about this abandoned building. I mean, I get that. Yeah, this was n- set n- up. Hey, is this building this supposed was... to be his new? Because he said he mentioned, he mentioned at one point he mentioned um penthouse. Is this building supposed to be like? Because when he was talking to the uh, real estate agent, she said she said, "Well, you can build it up to suit your needs." And then he turned around and he mentioned a penthouse. You know what I'm saying? So is this his look? His new his new lair where he finna nah. be, you know what I'm saying? He finna be at, what's what, going on what, Initially, it? what it started out to be was the location he designated to kill Jason at. Because remember in the last episode, he told Tommy, hey, I've scoped out a building that's perfect for us to take Jason out with. So, you know, I'll give you the address for you to plant the weapon. But when Tate pulled the permits for construction on the Queen's Child Project, he mm-hmm. saw this as an opportunity to be able to use this building for the Queen Child Project. And this is like what we said on our chat the other day. He he fucked up because he should have got his money from Jason first and then killed Jason because then he would have had the money to secure the building and continue to move forward with those plans. But now this is just a crime scene because I don't see how he's going to be able to... I don't see how he's going to be able to move forward or progress forward with this Queen Child Project right now because he don't have the funds to do it. He out of money. He don't have the funds to do it, but some telling some is telling me um he gonna get some help. And whether that help is um the old weasel 
opportunist ass motherfucker. Um, Where according to IMD, oh, IMDB, man. he's going to be in the next episode, so you might be on. <laughs> on oh, Massa. My boy Simon. Oh, Massa. Yeah. My boy old Simon That's my man. That's my that guy. That motherfucker like pop it. up like, yes, yes, yes. Massa going to come through. He's like, with it rain, with it rain and pours, but I got the fucking umbrella. He's popping up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But, but I was a real because I feel some type of way about this abandoned building with this metal detector in it and a security guard. What the fuck are you securing? It's an abandoned building. There's nothing in it. So the whole metal detector thing, I just thought it was just stupid writing right there. Like, you know, exactly why do I need to empty my pockets? But again, I think <laughs> this is another example of where they're not being clear because is it and maybe I missed something, so correct me if I'm wrong. But is it an abandoned building or is it just a building that has empty space in it? Well, because if it's a functioning building, then they would have somebody at the front door. I thought about that too. I thought about it, it was just a uh, space that was police. But until going mm-hmm. back to what Marvin said about what the real estate agent said, she said that the building was vacant and that it was okay, it, okay. it was um. Um, you can build it to suit your you needs. Build That's how it was like. You want to. She oh, did okay. say that. Yeah, I missed that. I'm like, yeah, oh, okay. okay. Yeah. And then she also said that there were other buyers that he needed to move fast. That if yeah, he didn't yeah, move I remember fast, that part. That yeah. there was other buyers that were yielding offers for the building. So it was it was definitely a a, a vacant building. Let's not say abandoned. Let's just say a vacant building. Think, okay, was it inhabited? I just I didn't understand the whole security guard. Did Ghost hire the security guard, or did the security guard come with the building? Um, this whole metal detector thing was just it was kind of stupid and if I was Jason I was like yo he's standing on the other side so how do I know that his pockets are empty or whatever and in reality Ghost didn't really need to go through all what he went through he could have went in there with a weapon because he was already on the other side of the metal detector he didn't walk through the metal detector like Jason had to so who's to say that Ghost couldn't have had a weapon on him that whole elevator box and him bending down to try to tie his shoe, I thought that was just stupid. That whole, yeah, that, that whole situation to That me, looks suspect. That right, looks suspicious. I mean, it just, it did, it, the whole situation to me was, was it just didn't make sense, because once again, I feel like the more complicated you make something, the harder it is. Like, Ghost, you didn't kill, again, you didn't kill about 20, 20, you didn't kill 20 folk. I, I don't know if y'all use that word on here. You didn't kill 20 folk it ain't that complicated. It's just yeah, we use complicated. it. We use it. <laughs> oh, okay. we use, we use, Let it ride. Who the fuck put it down? Niggas on this goddamn right. show. Okay. <laughs> we use all kind of words. Let on that this shit show. ride. Look, in the, look on YouTube. I gotta watch my language, so that's why. Okay, so I can just really just let loose. Okay, you can be whoever you want to be on here, baby. I mean, ghost, you are not innocent. You know what I'm saying, ghost? You like, why are you making this so fucking complicated? Kill this nigga. Like, what is wrong with you? He had he had the opportunity to do it in the club. He had the opportunity to do it in his He's club. They were there by themselves. Multiple opportunities to kill this nigga. Like, what is wrong with? Because you're he, right. It's, he it's, killed them in the club. Because ain't nothing else going on in the club. Have y'all noticed that that club is never fucking open? And, that never. and don't <laughs> break it up, old Sam. Look, look, that motherfucker. That motherfucker is like that motherfucker. You drop every like episode. A, uh, that motherfucker is like an old Inspector Gadget villain layer and shit. He just that in there draped him, waiting for the, the next motherfucker cave. to walk in. It's the back cave. Honestly, you honestly, don't see no workers there no more. Overthinking, no. man. 
they need to stop letting ghosts overthink. And that's why I'm like, dude, like we talked about it on the phone. I was like, man, they're taking my man ghosts out of fucking character. But on the sidebar, like, what, what really bothers me about the whole club thing is that we forget that he owns two other clubs. We don't never see him at any of the other clubs. It's always fucking true. It's always true. What about the other two? We don't even yeah, hear him talk about the other two clubs then. anymore. I forgot about the other clubs too. You see? Don't mind. I forgot. See? I mean, it's just, I, I hate when the continuity gets screwed up. I mean, I get that they have guest writers and they have other writers on the show and there's not going to be the, the same writer throughout the series run. I get that. But at least they should keep with the, the show's continuity. You should right. not change up seasons past for the new season. I guess because you, you're looking at the fact that you get new viewers each season, but what about day one viewers who know that, wait a minute, you know, Ghost is supposed to have two other clubs. Why don't we mention that? When we went from the club being packed all the time to now it's Ghost Slayer, basically, right. He don't even hang out in his office anymore. The motherfucker yeah, behind the bar, bar drinks his own liquor. Right. right, he, he just, just sit there like, and drink at the fucking bar, man. Like, that's, that's all he's doing is sitting there entertaining his own people. And I mean, your to, your point is valid, and I guess that goes back to the, the what we were saying at, at the beginning of this episode when we were talking about um, him being lieutenant governor. I guess I would be more, I guess I would feel better with that storyline if it were even talked about or addressed. If they sat down and had a conversation and said, look, a how are we going to deal with how are we going to deal with the fact that you were falsely accused? How are we going to deal with this? What about these rumors? Like, give me a legit... Because, let's be... I'm My background is in politics. I understand po- politics. These conversations, yes, it's, 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 it's crooked people in politics all the time. But trust and believe the conversations are being had so we can figure out how to best deal with it Prep. and we can get ahead P-R. of it. P-R. So you're not, how right, can so we spend all that was was a two-minute conversation and that's it? Come on. And then what really makes it unbelievable is you're telling me that this lady is uh is from the DNC and she is a high powered strategist and she ain't done no type of research at the very least, even if it wasn't with um him and Tate, there should have been a conversation by now with Ramona and Ghost about his past. I think she I think she know. I, I think, think she, she knows exactly who he is. I don't think I she's think fooled she at know. all. I think she knows. I think she knows. I, <laughs> she I, definitely want that, but I think she know who he is. Yeah, because you saw at the um, you saw she wasn't fooled by none of that at the club. That robbery, she know exactly. What she that was, was kind of side eyeing him. She was kind of side eyeing him about that robbery. I was trying to figure out did she think that Tate pulled it off for the publicity, or was she suspicious of ghosts? She was suspicious, but of who? Because in my thought process, I'm thinking that she's suspicious of Tate because when they were sitting there watching him do the press. She was like, everyone gets a win-win. So in my mind, and then he recognizes the guy and shoots the guy. So in my mind, I'm thinking that she thinks that Tate facilitated all this to get the press. Mm, that's valid. That's a valid thought. I, yeah. I didn't think that she was suspicious of Ghost because at the end of the day, Ghost wouldn't have really had no motive to rob the rob his own club. That's true. So I thought that she thought she was side-eyeing, but who? Because I, I thought she was... I'm pretty much thinking that Tate, you know, because she she ain't feeling Tate at all. No, not at all. And then keep in mind what Cassandra told her. Cassandra told her, like, believe 65% of what he says. And that's really too high of a number right there. It needs to be more than 25. 
because I mean the dude. This nigga was... like this nigga like Lalo Brown or Barbershop. <laughs> <laughs> and this whole thing, I mean, Ghost and Tommy usually oh. when they pull capers together, they go together. So this whole thing, you plant a weapon for me. When he called Tommy and asked Tommy, did you put the weapon where I told you to? That's stupid. Like neither one of them would have trusted anyone, including themselves, to to set up something like that. Usually when, when they kill Lobos, they went together. When they were going to try to roll up on sacks, they went together. So usually when they pull capers together, they're together. This whole, you plant a weapon and now do the killing. I mean, like, I, I, that was just Again, going back to when, when they tried to set Kanan up at that warehouse that time and Tommy didn't show up on his ass. I mean, Ghost should have been suspicious of that. Like, me and this nigga's fighting. We've been fighting the whole season. We've been trying to kill each other. There might be a possibility that bro might not come through for me, so I need to have a backup plan. So the fact that Ghost came there empty-handed solely on the belief thinking that Tommy was going to plan a weapon for him was stupid to believe, too. Especially with everything that's been fucking going on anyhow. Exactly. You sprayed up that man. You sprayed up that man, Mustang. And then this man sprayed up your house, killed your lawyer. Then this man shot up your house and killed your lawyer. Then you turned around and fucking crashed the fucking truck into the ambulance, shot the fucking ambulance up. Come on, man. Like, let's be for real about this shit. Like, where in the fuck do y'all, you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, hey, go go hide this gun for me, bro. Even though you already know this motherfucker done tried to kill you a couple of times. Like, never mind that shit. And using your family to do it. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I don't, again, that's why I don't understand the complication. I don't understand why it had to be that complicated. Like, it, I get it that Jason had played them against each other, so they had to agree to kill Jason together so that they would be on the same page. But once Tommy was like, yeah, I'm cool with it, let's kill him. Like, you didn't need Tommy. Like, you didn't need his input. And the only thing I could think of is that he wanted Tommy to be a part of the plan so he would be culpable in some way. Other yeah. than that, I don't understand why he even, like, why it was even needed. Well, it goes back to, to me, and I thought that was, even though the fight scene between Jason and Ghost was really good, I enjoyed that um, fight scene. But yeah. I, I didn't think that that death was suitable for Jason, given all the theatrics that they did with Milan. You know, everybody was in on the caper with Milan. You had uh, Tommy's crew, Tasha. Everybody was a part of the uh, takedown with Milan. And they did it together. They pulled mm-hmm. the trigger. Together. I, right. I wanted to see them kill Jason together. Like, nigga, you have been extorting us. Now, here's your payback. But what right. I really wanted them was to get some of their money back. Like, y'all y'all let this man, y'all killed this man. This man been robbing the fuck out of y'all. This man just took a million dollars from y'all. And y'all right. just comfortable with, man, y'all should have beat that man out of his money first. Then kill him. Yeah, that's what True. they should have been doing. They should have been working on running a caper and getting some of their money back. Because dude, his right-hand man, he not fooled. He know exactly where he, he was, was going. He was on point. And yeah. who he was meeting with. He know he was meeting with Ghost. He know where he was going. So dude, go, dude is coming for Ghost. He not going to be Possibly. He ain't fooled. Possibly. I see that. I see that. Also, but Ghost, uh, you know, he, he texted from um Jason phone that he was with Andre. He was like, Andre uh tried double to set me, me up. Double crossed me. Yeah, he double crossed me. that didn't make any sense either. Like, you know, that didn't make no sense. You know, like, how did he double cross you? Like, because you left here going to meet Ghost. So what, what, why are we even talking about Dre? But speaking of Dre, the whole scene with him and Blanca in a car, whatever, this dude studied snitching. I mean, he tell on everybody. 
I mean, I get that he's motivated by wanting to protect his daughter, and but he's acting like he's an innocent victim in all of this. He he acts like he doesn't play a Man, part look. in what has happened, why he's in the situation he's in, but he wants to play this victim role, and it just is really irritating because. Man, At the same look. time, Dre, half of what's occurring <laughs> is because of your involvement in the situation. Like, kill this nigga already, please. He's look, not broke. Y'all get in fucking 50 DMs, tell him, write me in as a, a secret character so I can off this nigga. <laughs> please. I hate to tell y'all, but he ain't going nowhere. He going right on over to book two. He going right on over there to book two. He ain't mm-hmm. going nowhere. He ain't going nowhere. Because you can't kill all the villains because then you're going to have to create new characters for villains. So at the end of the day, Dre's weasel out of everything. Man, Dre, you can get a you can get a fucking villain role to whoever. I don't fucking care. Dre he is going to be Tariq's new protagonist. Watch if if by some strange chance they do decide to kill off both Tommy and Ghost, they need a villain for book two for Tariq, and it's going to be Dre. Uh, it's Dre wants to be a coke boy. He wants to be a kingpin. He wants to be a, a distro. He wants but to be he a ain't hot boy. got it. Yeah, hey, let's got talk it. about let's 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 talk about for a second all this damn telling though. Like, what the fuck? Well, it was like a fucking uh, hour worth of, of watching six year olds. Like for real, <laughs> you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, let's talk about that shit. Like this, we have to address this right now. Like the the fucking telling that shit was ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Fucking Tasha threatening goes to tell. Ghost fucking calling the fucking cops and had her shit ran up in. You know That's what I'm saying? Her shit needed to be ran up in. Her shit needed to be ran up in. But go ahead. I'm like, dude, Ghost ain't no snitch. Why y'all got Ghost? Ghost handles stuff a different way. Y'all got him going to tell. Y'all, like, y'all got him on the phone telling 12, oh, yeah, I got drugs. I think she got drugs. Anonymous. I hate to tell y'all this. <laughs> I hate to tell y'all this, but both of y'all wrong. Because that's exactly how Cannon took his ass to motherfucking jail. Do you not remember in the storytelling? Touche. So, oh yeah, you know what? We've just never yeah. seen it on character before. Touche. Oh, well, goddamn, boy. We've never Touché. seen it on character yeah, before. Yeah, that's what I was telling for the band But, but again, my- nobody's going to question where the hell Tasha getting this weight from. Like, and y'all supposed to be two of the biggest drug dealers in New York City. And nobody is questioning where she's getting it from and who she's dealing for. Like nobody gonna question that. Tommy, no, nor Ghost. No, Tommy no, no. Ghost, Ghost, Ghost questioned her about it because when they were trying to pull that caper, when they mm-hmm. were getting ready to, um, because when uh, Lakeisha blew her spot, which that was unrealistic writing. You and Lakeisha are beefing. Why is you sitting here telling this girl your business? Because remember when the um, Ziggy or Zig or whatever the fuck his name is rolled up on Zay. And Ghost was like, take me to this dude. Let me see this dude. Make sure he's legit. And she was like, no, I'm not letting you get nowhere near him. So he knew that she was getting weight. But they never expanded on that. They just they left that subject alone. Right. And I guess that's, the, that's what I mean. When I said they, they nobody question it. I mean, they just going to let it go, I guess. That's, yeah. You know what I'm like, Ghost like should have been pushing up on her that episode. Like, you yeah, know. like y'all just gonna let that like all right, y'all y'all got Tariq safely back now. Now let's get back to you pushing weight. Like, let's come back around to that. Cause once again, and I know y'all already talked about this, but that was unrealistic. It's no way in hell that my husband is gonna be one of the biggest drug dealers in the city and his best friend, and you gonna be shaking me down. No, that's not happening. He would have been gone. Ain't no way in hell. <laughs> let's go back to that for real though, because that was unrealistic for Tasha not to pick up the phone and call her husband. Like your husband or that Tommy. Dude. Your or Tommy. 
I don't know that dude. If you let this dude run up on you and shake you down for a thousand dollars and you didn't pull your strap out on him, first ain't of all, no right. we've right. seen Tasha with a strap all throughout um uh power. She don't have a gun no more ever since Tariq killed Ray Ray. I guess she never bought a new gun. Because I think she would at least call Tommy and Tommy would have took care of that. that like, all exactly. the way hey, but honestly, honestly, like, when like he rolled up on her, when he rolled up on her, I'm like, man, she might not call call ghosts. But she definitely finna tell Tommy what's up. And, and when look, they were sitting in the car fucking smoking. Which he was begging for money. Which he was begging for money. That was her time to tell her why she needed the money. She begging for money. Yeah, like, see. Like, this dude ran up on me, yo. That's why I need the money. Tommy would be like, oh, word. I got you, sis. Where he at? Right. We're about to check this out. I'd have called niggas on for people for worse. For less. Sorry. I don't call my brothers for less. Like, look, this dude looking at me funny. You might need to go have a conversation with him. <laughs> we need to check his energy real quick. Okay. Even when Ghost is rolls up to the daycare and see Epiphany and Tasha exchanging money, that should have been his time right there to drill Tasha down about, okay, Tasha, what you what you into? What you into? Because you Back. into some shit that I need to know about. First of all, you got my son wrapped up <laughs> in this bullshit. You wrapped up in this bullshit. So, like, what what are you really into? But he kind of just was like, really? He, you selling, go. he, he walked he, up like, right, like, really? You selling drugs? Like, really? You selling drugs in, in here? Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, it was to the point where it, it's to the point where just going based off of life experience and dealing with an ugly-ass divorce, You is it a point where no, bitch, what the fuck are you doing? I really don't give a fuck how, what, when, why. It's like, what are you doing? And you got my kid involved in this bullshit or whatever. Whatever you do with your life, you do with it. But you got my kid involved. So what and the here's fuck the are million you doing? dollar question. Why was she moving away for Tommy? If she wanted to move away, why didn't you just move for your brother? You could have, instead of you begging for Tommy, you could have been working for him. Yeah. Like, I and mean, you know, the... Tommy would have gave it to her. He don't care. Yeah. I guess yeah, because Lakeisha and her were beefing, so she didn't want to ask Tommy for weight, but she didn't have no problems with asking him for money. So at the very least, we should have heard her ask, hey, Tommy, you know, I got to do what I got to do, you know. And that would have probably prompted Tommy to check ghosts, like ghosts. You know, Tasha's coming to me trying to move weight. You know, what's going on? You know, what's going on with the finances or whatever? That, as close as their relationship is, I would have expected Tasha to lean on Tommy more for help because he always exactly. comes to her when he needs help. So he sure does. And then I don't like how they got her out here, even though I don't like Tasha. I I, I don't see it for her. I don't like her character. I don't like Tasha at all. But for the storytelling purposes, as much as she's been there for Tommy, you would have expected to some type of conversation between. Um, Tasha and Tommy about how she out here struggling because they got her damn near destitute. She out here trying to return clothes with tags on it and shit. She begging for money, you know. Like they got her out here like her lights getting ready to be on. And the again, same mother, the same motherfucking uh, ripped, ripped and distressed jeans for fucking three. <laughs> they episodes. even changed up how she dressed. Have y'all noticed that? that? They got her these little hood ass it's fashion type shit. She ain't even wearing her designer shit no more. She out here like truly slumming. Like, she living in a hood house right now. <laughs> she living in a hood house right now. You know, she ain't got no furniture. I mean, they just got her out here real beat. Like, they got her She got that motherfucker. She that got that five-piece Walmart uh, table. <laughs> with that 
All her shit came that from pony, fucking big With box. that ponytail, that <laughs> right. terrible ass front. That struggle, on. right? That struggle ponytail. I refuse to believe. And I again, one, when when that was going down, I wasn't understanding because again, you've you've not given us any reason to think that Ghost is the type of dude that doesn't take care of his family. He might cheat on his wife. He might not be the best dad, but he. But he ain't never been stingy with the bread. He ain't never right. been stingy with the money. Exactly, and his mom because he's one of those dudes that feel like I'm paying the bills, so I'm I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing as a husband and as a father. So at the end of the day, yeah, he might not be giving her the kind of money she wanted, or you. But you're not gonna sit here and make me think that 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 this apartment, like you said, not going to the hairdresser, not shopping, not the, you ain't about to say she got to return clothes. Really, really. <laughs> and the biggest thing that we missing, y'all. What happened to all the money she stole? What happened right. to all the money she stole? What happened to the checks that she was sending over to Lakeisha house? What happened to that bag of $400,000 that she gave Lakeisha? So you mean to tell Ooh, me a, season, a season or two ago she can go into the salon and give Lakeisha a, a, a duffel bag with $400,000 in it for her silence and now she out here begging for rent money. She can't even pay her rent. Shit, she gave it to her mama. <laughs> her mama seems to be living yeah, well. Her mama, her mama hey, seems to be living well. Her mama well. is one on this hey. damn show. That mama is one on this damn show. You know what, though? Her mama should be living well. Shit, ghost paid for every fucking thing. All she did was keep her money. Shit. Mama, exactly. mama living over there late. Right, shit got fucked up. Mama like, all right, fuck it. Now it's time for me to spend my own money, but I'm good. So Okay. So going back to the scene at the daycare, I mean, I get that ghost is upset. But at the same time, this this should have been a big problem for you. You know, you shouldn't have even left out of there without trying to figure out what's going on. Cause like this, this is this is out of the out of character for Tasha. She's out here selling weight, so she must be really struggling. That they should have had a better conversation than what they had, but both of them are still filled with hostility towards each other, so they can't even have a decent conversation. And I mean, Ghost was wrong. I'm, I'm sorry. He was wrong for leaving out of there the way he did. And when he went to the school, it further cemented his suspicions that Latasha is selling drugs and Tariq's involved in it or whatever. But he should have went back to the daycare after he left the school. All right, Tasha, we, we got to sit down and talk about this shit. What's going on? Because, you know, I just left the school. The teacher looks like he's geeked up, strung out. You know, what, what, are, you, what are you and Tariq really into? Right. What was the purpose That's... of that meeting? As a te- as an educator, what was the purpose of that meeting? And he wasn't a principal. <laughs> he wasn't an assistant principal. He wasn't a guidance counselor. He was a fucking history teacher. The right. boy so been in the school for two days. That... The boy right. has been at the school for two days. Meeting. What what kind of parent for, for a motherfucking and... for a motherfucking work study permit? <laughs> right. What the... With like... one fucking day signed on it. Right, I'm like, what is what was the purpose of this? What was the purpose of the interview? Scene. They could have kept that scene. I guess that oh was the God, further. Man. That was the that was a that was the build up for the big blow up between Ghost and Tasha. I, I was about to say that was the glue. That was the glue for the for her getting mushed out. That, yeah. that was for. Hey, bro, let's talk about that finger poke though. Let's talk that, about that whole thing. <laughs> so, so after Ghost leaves, he breaks into Latasha's house and he's waiting for her to come home. <laughs> Yeah, I guess she just came home for a lunch break. She came home for a glass of water because that's all she came home for. She came home for a glass of water or whatever. And, you know, they argued back and forth. And finally, you know, uh, Tasha threatens him and basically told him that, you know, which he, he did he did kind of go off on her. You know, I mean, I, I'm never going to justify domestic violence. I would want anyone to put hands right. on a female. But Tasha kind of... 
I, I hate to say this because the viewers are going to get mad as fuck at me, but I don't give a fuck. She deserved it. Because you push this man to the limit. You push this man. You know what your husband out here in these streets do. You know what your dude do. You don't help pull capers with him. So you supposed to be street smart. Why in the world would you pop off at the mouth threatening this man? This is the second time you threatened him. You threatened him. He, let you, he oh, let you skate hell. the first fucking time you did it. He let your ass skate. But then you talking about you going to the fans? Right. Oh, that shit was no. fucked you, up. You got life fucked up right now. You got me fucked up right now. Yeah. That's basically how it goes to react. You, you got life fucked up. So you've been to snuff our ass out in that goddamn kitchen. Yeah. But I think a lot of if y'all watch if y'all watch that that show again, if y'all watch that episode again, you see how this man had her by the shoulders, but her motherfucking uh, forearms had the. I saw that. I did peep that. I was like, "Yo, he even got her by the fucking forearms. He got her. He had her by the shoulders." Nah, he was gripping her up though. He was gripping her up. Me, uh, B. He was gripping her up. He was gripping her up. I'm about to check that out again, man. But he, I he think, gripped her I, up. I think that whole I think that whole scene was that 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 was kind of like the last straw for whatever it is that they was they I had. Agree. I think that was it. I think that was just cutting severing. Oh yeah, that was it. That, yeah, was, that, that was, was severing all ties. It was something that had to happen in order for them both yeah. to move forward into whatever they complete separate lives. He did threaten to take the daughter away. You know, then that's what she uh, threatened twelve. What I what I don't like about that about that part is it led to something that I think that if she already knew it had this information, why did you wait for so long to give it? Do you know why did you wait so long to reveal that this is a possibility where the man that you said that you love could be at? Okay. Right, you didn't go check it out. You didn't go look. You didn't go check to see. You knew the exact location, floor, parking spot, <laughs> number. You knew everything. GPS, GPS coordinates. She had the fucking right. GPS coordinates. I'm like, man, who the fuck? She I'm said, like, who the fuck killed Terry Silver? Because even you if you're not going to call the police, even if I'm not going to call the police on you, but I think I know where the body is, I'm going to at least just check for myself. Because every episode is, Where's Terry? Where's Terry? Where's Terry? Exactly. What about now the episode she had the car call his GPS? phone back to back, call his phone back to back, crying and shit. And then really knowing that his family, especially with her knowing that his family was looking for her, for him, when she ran up to the law firm and the um and the, the lady told her that hey, uh his family has put a missing report out on him. You know, they looking for him or whatever. If you knew where the body was at, you should have very least gave an anonymous tip for his body to have been found so okay. the man can be buried. If you were that so destroyed over him being gone and missing and whatever, you the man you him. love and shit like that. But all of right, a sudden, right. all of a sudden, twelve then ran into your building and you like. But if I was looking for Terry Silver, he might be on the fifth floor in a black infinity with his jean jacket on. And what the fuck out of here? Like, like seriously, you gave up any fucking possible. And going back to going back to what Crystal said. Going back to what Crystal said. The whole fucking time, get the fuck out my face with this bullshit. I'm sitting here looking at the TV, cussing the TV out like I'm actually talking to a person. Like, you gotta be fucking shitting me. This bitch lying. You know, we was having that same conversation because I was sitting here like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Like, I know she didn't just give the exact uh, the exact floor, you know, of a parking garage lot number, 
Who the hell knows a lot number? I have never remembered a lot number in any garage I've ever parked in. Me? I'm going to take a picture when I park at the airport. Hey, y'all see it. Siri, where's my car? Right. Doing better than me. I'm hitting the motherfucking panic button on this bitch. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I always ask Siri. Hey Siri, remember where I park at? For real. Hey, pin your location. Hey, pin your location. Always... Baby, that's what she did. She pinned her location. What the fuck, man? I was so mad at that at that whole scene right there. Like everything about that scene just pissed me. It pissed me off. You had Cooper Sex run his old whole ass neck up in there. He should have been a dead man with his dick in his head. I digress. You had well, Cooper Sex. Uh, you you had Cooper Sex run up there with his punk ass. You know, with along with Blanca, they didn't even really put no pressure on you like that. The moment they said something about Tyreek, he was like, "Oh no, he didn't kill. He didn't kill Keisha." But I can tell you what he did do, though. I think he did kill Terry Silver, and I think that the car could possibly be, if I was to do it, the car would possibly be at this airport or at this at this garage. Oh, and this fifth floor. I was like, come on. Man. Going Get back to what Crystal said at the beginning of this episode, she's another one that should have been taking her ass down motherfucking town in cuffs. You are yeah, a person definitely. of interest. You got too many details in this situation for you not to be involved. I need you to Agreed. go down and give me a statement. So that means you know where the body at and we just found the body? What makes you uh, possibly uh, accomplice? You are a witness, fact. right. You are an accomplice <laughs> after the fact or you are an accessory <laughs> to murder. Either way, you coming downtown. <laughs> at the very least, obstructing justice. If you know where a Obstruction damn murdered body is and you don't tell nobody, you have obstructed justice. Like, are you serious right now? Implicated. Hey. Implicated. Ain't nobody, don't nobody around there go to jail. Don't nobody. They all snitching, but ain't nobody in jail. And then we see Sags, then we see Sags, who's not who's not employed by any law enforcement agency right now. You don't work for United States Attorney's Office anymore. You don't work for law enforcement anymore. So why are you involved? Why are you involved in a crime scene investigation? (laughs) Is this contamination of evidence? Maybe. Right, and especially because the reason why you got fired is because you tampered with evidence, you fabricated, you broke rules. You shouldn't be nowhere sniffing a crime scene, period. At all. And yet he gets to the crime scene, he's able to steal evidence from the crime scene and plant it, in, even though ghosts did kill him. We do know that ghost killed him. So, I mean, at this time, it, I don't know nothing. He pulled a Sandoval. He pulled a Sandoval. He said, I don't know nothing. He pulled a Sandoval. He pulled a Sandoval. However, he did get it right. He did get the right suspect. He did get the right suspect. But let's just talk about Dre breaking in the ghost hotel room to plant the fucking cell phone. Seriously? So, you mean to tell me the St. James Hotel don't got no um cameras? You know how I feel about these right. cameras. Y'all know how I feel about these cameras. Not only that, but the St. James Hotel, if, okay, I, and I don't want to come off sounding bougie, but if you've ever stayed at a four or five star, like legit four or five star hotel, you don't just be roaming around looking like no thug. You're going to walk in the front door and a Can seat. I help you? You're right. And it's going to be, can I help you? Yep. And you're not going to, and, and all of that, oh, no, I'm just going up to my room. If they don't recognize you and they didn't see you check in, you're not going anywhere. You don't just get the roam around. And like you said, there are cameras. Like, I, it's, How did he get into the room? This ain't no lock picking type room. This ain't no lock picking type room. Key card, maybe? Key card? Mm. How did you? Yeah, how did he get in the room? Like, really? How did you get in? You didn't climb in the window, obviously, because he's like on the 25th floor. 
So how did you get in the room? Now you know would have been, so been some good writing. You know would have been some good writing. But you would you know would have been some good writing if Dre had gone to Tariq and got the key card. Because remember, Tariq threw the key card back at Ghost at the end of the episode. That was for the penthouse. And and Tariq owed. Right, but no, but the, it was for well, I, okay, maybe for the penthouse. I was thinking it was for the hotel because that's where they've been staying. He said, I'm never coming back to your spot. I just took it as that. But okay, fine. But if he had gotten it from Tariq, because remember, Tariq owed him a favor anyway because he hooked Tariq up with that package. And, I, and Tariq don't care about his father. I guess now that would have been more, to me, that would have been more more realistic for me than just him, just Dre just rolling up in his hotel room. Without, or playing it at the club. Or playing it at the club. That, that would have been, been better, playing it in his office, because he has all of that. I mean, he has access to truth. So that would have been more believable than me to tell me that this man gonna roll up to a five star hotel in Tim's and, and dressed in all black and just roll up in, in this man room. Housekeeping ain't working this time of the night. So you can't say that he slipped in through housekeeping. I mean, that was just bad writing as usual. Bad writing as usual. <laughs> fast well, forward the story. Your... Let's fast forward let's... the story. Now all of a sudden, Dre maybe goes up his room unlock, I guess. I don't know. Let's talk about your boy Sax, though. Why Man. the fuck the last two episodes this motherfucker has been caught uh, about to rub one off and <laughs> this fucking this fucking strip strip club slash burlesque house and shit. What, feel bad for what him, kind man. of freaky Jason Creek motherfucker is this nigga, man? Like, how the fuck do you... How the fuck do you have you have any motherfucking any motherfucking uh power in uh law enforcement? He's a deviant because you remember John Mock said it a couple seasons ago when um they were trying to figure out who killed Greg and um John uh John Knox was like I don't I didn't want to shift through your phone records um all those escort services. So he's he's some type of sexual pervert or deviant or whatever the case may be. But I'm trying to get to a point where I see the value in them letting him live. And it isn't to take Ghost down. So, you know, this phone, he may think this phone is his golden ticket, but what if that phone ties Tasha to the crime scene? Mm. What if it got something else that... Because Tasha, Tasha was the last one to about. see him before Ghost. Remember that. And Blanca made a point about that because you remember when she ran up on, on when her and Paz was out there at the, um, at the pier that they meet in. And then um, Blanca wrote up on her. She was like, we checked your cell phone records and you were the last person to talk to Terry Sil- Silver and y'all, both of y'all cell phones was pinging off of his garage. She's like, oh, I was fucking him or whatever the case may be. So Tasha, you are the last known person to be with him. And you yes. knew exactly where the body was. Has Tasha sealed her own fate? You try to Tasha. set Ghost up, but in reality, have you set your own fate? And guess what? It would be It'd be very easy to say that Tasha planted the phone in Ghost's room. Like, sis, have you fucked your own self up? Like, I I, I just, I don't see them going back down this road again, Ghost being arrested and going back through the same thing. Ghost is is too close to the the edge right now. And even if he do get arrested, Ramona gonna find some way to get him out of it. But I'm thinking to myself, like, Blanca, she ain't stupid. Like in reality, Blanca probably gonna think back on this shit and be like, mm, "You knew a little too much about this. Let me take you downtown. You might have been the one to kill Terry Silver." Facts, because she got just as much motive to get rid of him, if not more, than Ghost. Because remember, she asked him to lie for her. Looking at the body, looking at any bruises, you know, anything like that, contusions. Do she got the strength to choke a nigga out? 
like that. <laughs> but going back to what Ma said, going back to what Ma said, you you accessory. You knew exactly what the body oh, was. Oh, yeah, you definitely You yeah, knew your husband killed this man. You participated. Murder? You participated in this crime. So, at best, you're a person of interest. So Stood they, there like, choke that motherfucker. Choke him. But you know what? <laughs> I'd rather see Tasha go to jail. I'd rather see Tasha go to jail and serve her ass right. Because Tasha ain't been to jail doing, yet. I want that whole thing. The only one who had it. Tommy don't bend, ghost don't bend. She the only one that ain't been. She need to take old dusty ass with I want that jail. bitch dead. I want that bitch dead by Sunday morning at twelve oh five. She ain't going. <laughs> she gonna be right over there in book two. She ain't going nowhere. She gonna be right over there in book two. Yeah, she got but, to man. You know she. Yeah, she, but, she got to. But it it serves her right because going back to y'all know how I feel about this whole support Tariq in this drug selling thing. As a parent, Ghost has the right idea for a parent. Now, he ain't shit husband. We'll give him that. He ain't shit husband. He cheated on his wife. He wasn't a good father to his kids or whatever the case may be. But goddamn it, Tasha, you are ain't shit mother. Because what mother? Now, I can see a father supporting their child selling drugs more than a mother. A mother's love for her child. I am not going to let my child go out here in these streets and move products. For her own personal gain, because she don't want to work a real fucking job. Your husband been trying to get y'all to go legit. He's been trying to get the family to go legit for fucking five seasons, and you've been fighting him every step of the way. Now, all of a sudden, because you forced to have to go legit with this daycare, you still trying to find a way to illegitimize it. And then at the same time, let me use my teenage son to sell dope to support my lifestyle. You ain't shit, Tasha. Fuck her. She needs to go to jail for that. <laughs> I'm a little bit torn on that one. I'm a little torn on that one. I don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I agree with her decision, but I understand her logic in it. Tariq is gone. And one thing she said was, We have lost him. This is what he's decided that he's gonna do. So I know the streets and I know he ain't made for this. I know we re- we did not raise him to be no street kid. And he doesn't understand the streets. And if we let him go out there, the, he done already got killed three, oh, should have been dead three, four times already. And yep. her mindset True. is, if I can teach him how to be a good drug dealer, maybe my son won't go out here and get killed. And in the interim, maybe he'll figure this life ain't for him and bring his ass back to where he's supposed to be. I'm not saying that, I'm not saying I agree with her mindset, but I understand it from a mother's point of view of, I know if I just cut him off like his father want to cut him off, or I just beat him into thinking I'm going to beat him into submission, that ain't working. If but your child was worth saving, if your child was worth saving, I would agree with that. But at the end of the day, <laughs> they are not giving this boy any discipline. This boy just extorted y'all out of $3 million with intentions on getting a cut from that. He just had y'all out here in the street worried about his safety. I'm pulling off this caper, and in the very next episode, you agree to help him sell drugs. How about confront him about the lies? How about confront him about pulling this whole uh, kidnapping scheme with Vincent? Like that—that should have been enough right there for Tasha to get with him about that. Okay, I get what you're saying, Ma. I do. I get what you're saying. Okay, let's do this the the smarter way instead of making dumb decisions. But at the same time, she still should have checked his ass about that caper because she knows about it because she asked him yep. about it and he admitted it. Yeah. Oh, I, again, but but the problem is, Tari- I, I don't disagree, but the pro- Tariq is just gone. Like, but see, he oh, he's just gone. Tariq's too, 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 too far gone. 
He's not justified in his anger because he's taking the things that he's heard Canaan say about his father. He's taking the things that Jukebox has said about his father. He's taking the things that Tasha, the whole the whole infidelity is what did it. But let's keep in mind, are we going to Tariq was gone even before things got this far gone because remember he stole Andrew gone. was gone. Are, are he stole Andrew was gone and took it to school. So this little demon, this little demon child, this little Chucky has been a problem from day one that none of them have addressed. They've always upheld him in his wrong. Like this boy should have been in counseling way. when he took the gun to school. Because that's that yeah, point he right. they his... always defended Tariq. They always defended him. When he tried to slap the shit out of her in the penthouse that time. I mean, like, at what point do y'all realize that y'all raising a murderer? Now. And I wish that Ghost put hands on this boy. I want Ghost to figure out when Ghost gonna fuck him up. But I think that Ghost is not gonna do it because Ghost know, like, I I know what I'm fucking capable of. And I know this little motherfucker don't want to smoke. But he need his he need his ass beat. And they need to get pistol with. Man, that little bastard I, his fucking fucking. Yeah, because that bag of that bag of oranges didn't do shit. That but honestly, mouth, that mouth was too split. But, but honestly, split. I'm just sitting back and I'm but, looking at it, man, because you know Tariq is too far gone, and even though his mind didn't check him the way that we think that we should check that he should be checked, his dad did. You know, and at the end of the day, Tariq is at the age. What you gonna do? Put him on punishment? Like seriously, he ain't not gonna do nothing but get up and just leave the house. So instead of I, I I see I see where I, I see where Tasha was trying to make some sense of it. If I teach him the right way to do it, then maybe he won't go out here and do nothing stupid because apparently he's still gonna do it, but he's fucking it all up. I mean, I I, I get that. I, I guess I, I hate the fact that it, one thing I do like about Tasha, she do have real conversations with him. And it's time that ghosts have a real conversation with him. And maybe we'll see that next episode. It's time for ghosts to sit down and tell his side of it. Whether it's right, wrong, or indifferent, or whatever. Tasha has fed him her version of how their life has been. But it's time right. for ghosts, it's time for us to see ghosts explain to him his motivation. Because at the end of the day, you mad, but what is you really mad at your dad? Your dad has done everything to make a better life for all of y'all. Not just for himself. Now, exactly. if your dad was out here living the high life and y'all was out here scratching and surviving, then, yeah, I can see you being upset with him. But your dad, yeah. you grew up in a penthouse. You grew up in a penthouse. He out buying you bread ones and shit like that for your birthday and all type of shit. Now, yeah, he's a falling down drunk. Yeah, your dad is drunk and he got a drinking problem, man. Now, he hold the fuck on. I wouldn't say he got a drinking problem, damn it. He just like to drink every once in a while when you're at that bar. That nigga drink exactly. every you episode. Don't have no drinking problem. Nah, that nigga drunk, drunk to the One, bed, two, drunk. three drinks in an afternoon. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That yeah. motherfucker wake up. But... <laughs> that motherfucker. Hell no. Nah. He was drunk as fuck at the club. At two, three o'clock in the afternoon. Ain't, no, ain't, ain't nothing wrong with it. He had Straight something drunk. He had Straight shot. Drunk episode. Straight <laughs> shot. <laughs> don't taste it. Straight shot. Hey, exactly. And he drink top shelf. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Hey, the taste get you drunk quick. That's sugar and that's getting in your bloodstream quicker. But nice baby, we know you know, you know we know that you are an expert on the subject matter. So hey, I, I hey, hey. <laughs> we, we know that you are an expert hey, on the subject hey. matter. So don't, you know. don't tell everybody what they already know about me. Right. But guess what? I'm having a drink right with you, so you know. Oh, mine gone already. No, I'm talking about. I already knocked that back. But <laughs> <laughs> I hear you go. Yeah. I hear but you I go. agree. I agree with what you're saying. I don't think they properly fleshed out. 
what Tariq is really because if you go back to season one, this is who Tariq has always been long before Jukebox, yep. long before Kane. Yep. Mm-hmm. He always it was always something about him that didn't like his dad. He was a so deviant. This isn't new, and I don't know. They never really fully fleshed that out. They really didn't. If I had to take a guess, I, I think it's the hurt of the family falling apart. Uh, and then the thing about it is that we have never seen Tariq deal with his sister's loss, a twin sister. So that's just telling you the boy has no heart. The boy has no love. The closest anyone. he came was to the girl that double crossed him. And are we going to get back to that? We're just going to let her live? We're just going to let her live? Hell yeah, no, she... we going to let her live. We're going to get that little But you bitch know too. what? You know what? Where the fuck she go? <laughs> Who's she looking for? She's still at choke selling the pills. She's still at choke. But you know what? Her and her teacher are connected. Uh, I don't know how. Her and her teacher is connected. Going back to when that teacher first met Tariq, he's talking about, oh, I have a colleague that work at choke. No, that was that little girl. That was that little girl he was referring to. It wasn't no colleague. It was that little girl. And who was the girl working for? We never found out. Who was she working for? That teacher. I wouldn't be surprised. That teacher, that, that that that's I mean, two new characters that are both centered around Tariq. They're 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 connected. They're, they're, no, they're... you know who? No, I'm gonna tell y'all who I think. Okay, work with me on this one, y'all. The dude that keeps trying to push up on Tasha. Oh, you mean the one that she fucked him. last episode? You mean the one she fucked because she did fuck him? I'm sorry, Q. she fucked. It's him. something about that dude, him. and he's too insistent on wanting to be a part of her life, and he's too insistent on what Ghost is doing and what Ghost is about. And I, I and remember the girl said she came from the hood and, and blah, blah, blah. I bet you, I, I would not be surprised because there's something about him that ain't right. So do you think when she made that comment about her brother being dead that she was really lying and that was the brother that she was referring to? She's too oh, light. She's too light be. to be related to him. Nah, I think old buddy is related to somebody from the old neighborhood. And, and I want to say Breeze. We've heard Breeze mention throughout many seasons, but there's never been no backstory on him. And this dude is, is there obviously okay, Tasha's daycare. I can Kerr. go with that too. I can go with that. Tasha's daycare is him. in Queens. Tasha's daycare is in Queens. And um I was watching um After Buzz TV's review of um Power and he was on there. And they asked him about his character. They asked him, you know, we've seen your character now. And I thought in one of the episodes that he did have a daughter. But apparently, he has not shown up with the daughter yet at the daycare. So they nope, was asking him about that. They was asking him, you know, never seen that damn daughter. He was kind of, he was kind of very. Um, he changed the subject when they started asking him about the whole daughter situation. He mm. have to watch and see. So like this dude roll up to the daycare, talking about he needs to enroll his daughter, but don't produce a child. And you keep coming around to the daycare. You keep trying to push up on Tasha. You keep trying to insert yourself in her marriage. Well, yeah, yeah, I totally agree with you. Something ain't right about him. And he, he might be the one to take out ghosts. I'm sorry, but he might be the one to take out ghosts. No, Tariq's going to kill ghosts. Nah, that's what they want us to believe. And that's what they... I think in the end, Tariq is going to end up supporting his father. It might be too late. If Ghost might be taking his last breath. But I, I think that that Tariq is going to finally see it for his father, but it's going to be too late. Ghost gonna I don't think Ghost going to die. I think he might catch a bullet, but I don't think he's going to die. He going to gonna catch a bullet, maybe. He might um, even be a vegetable. Nah, I think Ghost is gone. Yeah, I think Ghost I think Ghost is gone, too. He out of here. He out of here. Damn, and not if, my nigga Ghost. 
And it ain't nah, gonna be none of the characters ghost, that we expect to kill him. They ain't killing ghosts, bro. Okay. Ghost Ghost might catch a bullet, but I don't think he's gonna die. Ghost are I, I I think Ghost is gone. Ghost I, I think he is. I think he's gone. But we'll see. Well, with this shitty ass writing that we get, it, it could be Ghost might die and come back to life. <laughs> <laughs> or or, or we're gonna think with his death. He might see or we're gonna it, think that he's dead. He we're gonna think that he's dead. So we're gonna think that he's dead. They're gonna write him off for a while and and leave it where he can come back to the show when he wants to. Because be I think that Amari Hardman is ready to do some other things right now in his career. So I I don't know. He might ride this power wave while it's still hot. I don't see the show surviving without him. Let me rephrase that. I don't see the show surviving without his character. And I don't think that Tariq is strong enough and old enough of an actor. Right. To, to they not killing ghosts. Ghosts is going to catch a fucking bullet. That's about it. And after that, it's going to be some other shit. But I we do see, see Paz. We do see Paz roll up in the next episode. So we're getting into our predictions um, portion right now. But I'm just saying, though. Um, who Before you think we go- get into predictions, though, can we talk about Tommy and Proctor's cousin who was supposed to be such a killer? The main event. How? The second main event. Fucking Benny? Can we talk he about killed, that bullshit? That was some he bullshit. He killed Benny like he was a fucking four-year-old. With his own knife. With his own knife. With his own knife. First of all. With his own knife. Are you serious? I was like, are you serious right now? First of all. Benny going Benny, out like that? Benny had at least a good 50 pounds, 50, 60 pounds on Tommy. And in the element of surprise, Tommy didn't see this nigga coming. That's why he should have had the child hook and just go ahead and took care of that business. And was he sprayed up that sprayed up that goddamn hallway. He was done. Yeah, like he sprayed he up that the whole hallway. He was through. No more Tommy. Let's move forward. <laughs> he could have been done. I don't. I, I, that's that. I completely. And then they that. built his character up. Look how they built his character. They built his character up like he was that dude. They built his character up where he rolls up on Vincent the mob and so right. shut shit down. Right. You ran up on the mob boss and said, yeah. This but now, happening. but now shit, how does it look that Vincent gonna find out that Benny's dead? Yeah, Vincent might be the one to take out Tommy. Vincent might be the one to take out Tommy. Vincent was actually looking like, man, if it weren't for you, these motherfuckers be dead. So Vincent might actually get on some bullshit. With now. the writers, we might not even find out shit. They ain't find out that BG. Vincent don't got them. The, Vincent don't got them two million dollars. Shit, Vincent good over here. <laughs> hey, they still ain't. Yeah, they still ain't fucking um saying shit about BG, man. Like BG been. Dead. That's another thing I'm pissed off. Right. About. First of all, why right. is nobody missing Dre? When they when the when the goons went back to the warehouse. When the goons went back to the warehouse, hey, what happened to Dre? We didn't kill him. They right. And him. your boy is dead. And your boy is laying there dead. But nobody found him. And they when Roberto come I just asked about Roberto. I just asked about that motherfucker. And damn, if he didn't show up this episode to get arrested. Damn, nigga been on vacation. Come back, got arrested. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, 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 right. They came back. Dre's gone. Your boy is dead, and nobody on no revenge. Hit, and then, and, nobody and then, two bit was out of character this episode. Two bit was completely out of character. This nigga be the first one to talk cash shit to Tommy, and he the main one. No, 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 guys, we should turn our back on Tommy. I mean, they they, they had him totally out of character. They had him and Spanky reversed. They were right. writing for Spanky for two bit and two bit for Spanky because Spanky is usually the voice of reason, and two bit right. is the one that's the hothead. So in this episode, Facts. 
you saw Spanky was kind of like over this shit. Like, man, fuck this. Why are we here? Type deal. And, and, and Two Bit was like the voice of reason. And then the niggas get ran up on. And, yeah. and, and then Tommy, why why was Tommy outside the fence at the warehouse? <laughs> why? He did look suspect though. That, look, that, look, was, just so that was just so stupid. It looked like exactly what they thought it was. It did look real suspect. But Tommy ain't no snitch either though. But that's how it looked. That's how they made it look. There was no reason for Tommy to be outside that fence of the warehouse other than so I mean, it, it made it a very believable point. It did, but come on, man, you got I mean, the type looked, of person that looked, you're dealing with. Like he would have yeah. killed you. What are you gonna snitch on you for? Shit, two bit might be the one to take Tommy as like a two bit gonna get in there and he gonna be like, man, I gotta get this nigga. Let me tell but, you something. They are not taking no charge for Tommy. They not no, they're not. They gonna be snitching. Yep. They they would have somebody. Shit, it's it's, it's coming on like Sunday right. with them telling. Them motherfuckers gonna be sitting in the interrogation room like, tell me what you need to know. Well, I, I tell you anything you need to know for a bottle of water and a cigarette. Yo, they gonna be like, they, they gonna be like Tasha. They gonna give you the exact location of all the bodies. Yo, <laughs> they might, they might get some immunity and tell them about the whole uh, uh, Alicia Jimenez shit. Oh, they got firsthand knowledge of that bullshit because really, Tommy don't keep them close to no business. So they really don't know. They don't. They really don't know too much about his business, and they don't know about his kills. They don't know about the murders. They didn't know he killed Angela. They didn't know he killed Proctor. So that's the only thing that they really know and participated in was that Elisa Jimenez type shit. They know he killed that boy dead smack in front of all of them two episodes ago. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about oh, you that. Talking about, uh, uh, Pancho, Pancho? Pancho, yeah, yeah. Pancho, I hear Pancho gone, but damn, hey, rest in peace. He Pancho. alive. He ain't happy. Shit. Man, he blasted the man. He blasted the fuck out of Poncho. And how man. you not miss Big Big G? Big G is your right hand man. How you not miss him all this time? How how have you not even asked him about how did y'all take care of the Dre situation? Why is that unspoken of? And then Tommy, you move in this house. I get you don't want to go back to the house now because Lakeisha got killed in it, but you didn't have no problems living in the house where you killed Holly yet. So good. now all of a sudden he's back living in his loft again. I mean, I I just I hate the fucking writing for this episode. It was just so stupid. It made it seem like some of these these stories that were told never existed. And is anybody gonna do any detective work? And I'm I just did I just something else. No, because they don't kill all the motherfuckers. They don't but, kill every goddamn body. That was no, the case. I'm talking about okay, so Lakeisha and Tasha were fighting before they before she shot her. They know it's it's no skin under her fingernails, no hair. I know it's synthetic hair, but it's <laughs> like it's, it's nothing there at the crime scene <laughs> that lets you know. <laughs> right, there's nothing there. And then the situation with Dre and Jason, there's no way that a detective is gonna believe the timeline will not match up. Jay Jason been laying out there in the elements for two, three hours before any because it, it was nightfall, yeah. It wasn't even light anymore. Yep. The, the timeline will not match up. Like, I get it that Dre's afraid and all that, but the timeline ain't even gonna match up. And how he got out of that situation? How did he get out of that situation? How did he get out of the penthouse? He get out of everything. Because he was definitely on the goddamn rooftop, so what the fuck he do, jump? <laughs> he get out of everything. That nigga's bad. This nigga, that nigga's this Batman. nigga parkour. He swung hey, to another roof. This nigga parkoured his way off the fucking roof. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think about how did he get away. And who's oh, keeping Lord. his daughter? 
who's keeping his daughter when he out here running these streets? Because the baby mama is just, she don't exist no more. So, I mean, I guess she must have got killed while Jimenez was looking for him. Was she a crackhead, right? Isn't she a, a crackhead? No, you remember they showed her, they showed that episode, the only episode we seen there is that episode that was fucking. And um, the Jimenez broke oh, in. Oh, the Jimenez rolled in on her. Yeah. And then when he met up with Angela, Angela, he told Angela, like, just me and my daughter for the witness protection, not the moms. So are we left to believe that she, she got killed? I mean, why is she not out here looking for a child? I mean, that is just I don't I don't I don't get that whole storyline. And Tasha, you gotta you run a motherfucking daycare. And that I, I said this on an earlier episode and I'm gonna say it again. Of all businesses for them to give her a fucking daycare, let's just be serious though. This bitch don't even mind her own fucking child. You mean tell me she's gonna take care of somebody else? <laughs> Her own cow ain't even shown at the fucking dinner. Where's yes. yours? Where's yours? I guess the grandma keeps the ass. You don't watch your motherfucking baby for free. You watch other people's kids. <laughs> what y'all think about the stripper? What y'all think about the stripper? She was like, shit, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, she relief. was like, she, she sat there and watched the police roll through there. She was like, yeah, we out. And my girls. Me and my girls. We're done. She wasn't feeling that shit at all, man. She was scared as fuck. She was like, hell no, sis. You on your own with this bullshit. All right, she straight so- told her. She said, none of you. She said, you ain't got this shit under control at all. So... I guess the last thing that we're going to talk about, we kind of touched on it already, so uh, any more thoughts on the whole Tariq and Ghost confrontation? What what, what y'all think about it? He that? needed his ass beat. Yeah, next time, pull that. the fucking trigger. If you're going to pull that gun out on him, next time, pull the fucking trigger. I just can't believe, like, again, you're playing with my intelligence that I don't know if it's a mixture between Ghost just wanting to just believe the best in his son or just being stupid like, like, you want me to believe that that he has nothing? Like, you gonna sit there and say, you can't talk to me like that. I'm your father. Are you serious? He's been cussing your ass out for the last three seasons. Now, <laughs> like, at what point are you gonna realize that he doesn't respect you? And he, do- like, when are you gonna accept that? And then deal with it accordingly? Because once he accepts Facts. it, then yeah, he probably will be ready to put a bullet in him for real, for real. Facts. But until you accept it, I just don't, ugh. But let's talk about that because I had said earlier that we, we, we needed to see more moments where Ghost was being sincere with Tariq. I felt like he gave him a sincere moment. He told him, and we, we, we got some, some backstory for the first time with Ghost between his relationship with his father. He was like, yeah. basically, my father was like, trying to tell me not to get into this drug shit. I didn't listen. So that's some foreshadowing for Tariq. So Tariq is going to be at a crossroads at some point where he's going to think back on Ghost trying to tell him that this wasn't the move to make. It is going to be too late. But Tariq is too young to catch a charge. So we, we know that he's not going to catch a charge. Even though I want him to go to jail for Ray Ray's murder, I would love that as much as you want Tasha to be dead. I would love for that little motherfucker to go to juvenile. Now, what they can do for book two for me, but I know that's not going to happen because it's supposed to start the storytelling is supposed to start 48 hours after the last events in power. So it's not going to be a fast forward into the future type thing. It's just going to be a continuation. But what I would have liked to have seen was Tariq go to jail for Ray Ray's murder, grow up in jail, and then get out kind of like Kanan, but oh, that would be good. But more like ghosts. You know, go to jail, do his time for the murder, and then get out and be, then be that dude. 
I would like to see that. I would like to see the older version of Tariq be the new ghost. I could have accepted that for book two, but what I can't accept is a little teenage boy running around here being a drug kingpin. I, I can't accept Hell that. Hell no. Nah. Uh, I just want to see him dead, honestly. Yeah, but they're not going to kill him. They're, I, I can't. They, they, they're not going to kill the whole St. Patrick family. <laughs> I mean, fuck it. Just do them the same way Kanan did Sean when he was talking or shit. Or they can just do them the same way they don't did Elisa Marie. That poor little girl ain't got no motherfucking body no more. Her whole fucking family is gone. Oh God! <laughs> Her whole family is out here. Real gone. Now Let's the question get... is: Now that Benny is dead, what happens to the locket with all the information on it? Who does she get that to now? Blanca. I've already said that. I've said that already. I'm gonna say it again. Blanca gonna get that motherfucking locket just like she found that goddamn um, unicorn. She gonna give it to her. She gonna end up having to go talk to that little girl about something else. She's going to go question that little girl about something else and that little girl going to make reference to that locket, just like she did with the unicorn. That little girl is going to be the piece to bring Tommy down. But what 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 is the purpose of them discovering the locket if Tommy is going to get killed? What is the purpose of them discovering the locket if Ghost is going to get killed? The only evidence on the locket implicates one of the two of them. So that tells you that, that shit, one of the two of them is going to be real. on Tommy. That's, that shit gonna be on time. That's my point. That that tells you that one of the two of them are going to have to survive this in order for that piece of evidence to be relevant. Because if they kill both of these characters off, then that locket just serves no purpose. So to, valid, me, to me, I think it's going to be Tommy that's going to end up going to jail at the end of all this. Tommy's not going to get killed. There's no one left that's 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 street enough to kill Tommy. If Ghost can't kill him, ain't nobody else going to be able to kill him. We. It ain't Benny. We thought it was going to be well, Benny. Ghost don't want to kill him. Think about it. Two bitten them going to snitch on him. Dre already don't started snitching on him. Ghost ain't got no more use for him, especially after you don't left me high and dry with this whole Jason thing. Alisa Marie got the locket. It's, it, the story is building us up to let us know that Tommy's going to be the one to end up going to jail for all this. He's going to go to jail. He's already admitted to a sack face that he killed Proctor and Angela. So all the crimes are going to be pent on Tommy, and Tommy's going to end up taking a beer. And Ghost, mm. Ghost might end up getting killed, or either Ghost is going to ride off in the sunset with Ramona. Now what Ghost I could see shot. happening is them, Ghost getting them shot writing him off, off the show. Into the sunset. Maybe they'll write him off of the show. Maybe he'll be written off in the show, and he won't be shown in book two, but he'll win this governor's chair. He'll get this lieutenant governor, and then he'll we'll see him set that lady up, so he can become governor, and maybe we'll see him being mentioned on camera, but not shown on camera. You know, maybe or maybe he'll get shot and wake up like Lucius did in Empire, and not even know who he is. You know, <laughs> maybe he'll wake up and he'll be somebody else. You know, maybe he'll get shot and he'll wake up and he'll think that he's Tommy. With this writing, it, it, it ain't no tell. Maybe they got, maybe they borrowed some of the writers from Empire over there. You know, maybe he'll wake up with dreads and he'll be the new Lucius. You know, maybe he'll think he's Lucius when he wakes up. But I can <laughs> see that happening. <laughs> so, so let's roll over into predictions so we close out this episode. What y'all, what y'all feel here? I think finally Tariq gonna get his ass with about Ghost. Ghost gonna lay hands on him. Fuck that. All right, D. Um, I think in this next episode we're gonna see uh, 
Well, we we got we go we go see somebody else step in and be uh, a kingpin because now Tommy has no supplier. I'm really not sure who it's gonna be. Mary J. Blotch. But you go know, ahead. but we we gotta we we gotta we gotta see that. Um, we're gonna see more involvement with uh Tyreek learning the game and getting heavier into the game. And um I'm gonna predict a body. Um somebody's gonna die. I'm gonna say he's gonna be spanky or too big. One of them gonna die. Okay. I like that. Yeah. All right. All right, mom, what you got? I have no fucking idea. Like, I I I don't. I know that that dude going to come looking for ghosts. Um Jason's right-hand man, he coming to, he's coming to look for ghosts. That's going to be your body next episode. That's going to yeah, be your he's body. He's coming he's coming for ghosts. That that I believe is going to happen. He's mm-hmm. coming for ghosts. Somebody's getting arrested, whether it be Tasha, somebody's is getting some handcuffs. Other than I ain't talking about spanking them. Somebody's getting some handcuffs. Because, like you said, it's too much with with Keisha being dead, with them finding Terry's body. Somebody got somebody to gotta get some handcuffs. I don't know who it's going to be, and I don't know how long they're going to be in jail, but somebody getting some handcuffs. All right. So my turn? Yep. Your y'all, turn. Y'all know I'm the, the assistant writer of the show, so y'all know I'm going to go ahead and break this thing on down to y'all. All right. So uh, I, I've been tipping out through um, IMDb. Just to see, you know, what new characters we're gonna get in these last six episodes. So there is a lot of new characters that are coming in that are federal agents, FBI, mm. security guards, and correction guards. So someone is going to jail. You are absolutely right. Um, a lot of these characters are. A lot of these characters seem like they would fit more in with ghosts storyline than they would with Tommy just because of the casting a lot of the casting they're black and they're males but I don't see them running that whole scenario with ghosts going back to jail again that that's going to be too reminiscent to season four that's going to be too reminiscent of him being locked up in jail with Teresi and all that to me it's stupid if they repeat that story I think it's going to be Tommy I think Tommy is going to jail I it's think time. It's time. I mean, Tommy, Tommy and Ghost running a race with the body counts, but it's it's time for Tommy to go. Well, and, Tommy already went to jail. Yeah, but that was planned by Ghost. He hasn't went to jail for a crime that he has committed. It's, it's time for him to go. Now, this whole Terry Silver thing, I think that's going to blow up in Tasha's face. I think she'll wiggle her way out of it. But I think it's gonna blow back more on Tasha than it is on Ghost. I, I'm sorry, y'all, but I still have hope for Ghost and Tasha. I still think there's hope for them to rekindle them getting back together. Fuck not, up. not in the marriage, not in the marriage, but in the partnership. Because if Ghost gets this lieutenant governor, Tasha gonna be one. Tasha gonna want a part of that. No, she doesn't. She gonna want to be a first lady. I'm telling you right now, she gonna want to be a first lady. Tasha like being a hustler's hoe. She don't want to be nobody's hustler's hoe. What's her job description? What's her job description? Man, I'm glad. Oh, the job description for. Oh wait, man, hold up. The job description for a hustler's hoe is as follows: You are in charge of providing the alibi. You are in charge of carrying the, the, the drugs. You are in charge of getting the weapons into the club. You are in charge of setting other niggas up. And in return, you get 
designer bags, you get designer clothes, you get a nice car, you get a hairdo, and you get a little bit of money in your pocket. That sounds like Lakeisha. That sounds like Lakeisha. Keisha didn't didn't understand her role because (laughs) Keisha couldn't do her part. She didn't have no problem with the car, the house, and the jewelry, and and the clothes, but when it was time for her to do her job, she couldn't do it. (laughs) Yep. That was her job. her top job description. She wasn't able to do it. She didn't beat the requirements. <laughs> she didn't beat the Tasha, Tasha knew her job. That's why even when Ghost was cheating on her, even when Ghost was doing everything else, when she when Ghost needed an alibi, she played her part because she knew her job. She got rid of evidence. <laughs> she got rid of evidence. That was a fact. She got rid of evidence. Remember when they had to go to the what was it like the resort or whatever, and they had to play nicey nicey in front of the cameras to provide yep. him an alibi. Even though he was still sleeping with Angela and she knew it, what did she do? When I mean, he had to pay her for it, but what did she do? She showed up and she played her position. She knew her job. Damn, that's you why. spoke facts right there because, God damn, you just broke Tasha down to a T because that's exactly what she's done throughout the show. That's exactly what we've seen her do throughout the show. She is a hustler's hoe. Right. That's, because that's if, she I like about, if she wanted to be I love legit, it. we need to trade my I love it. Legit, right. She'd have had his back from the beginning if she wanted to be legit. If she wanted a legit life, when he said, look, I'm trying to get us out of the drug game, she'd have had his back. She liked being a hustler's hoe. She liked that lifestyle. She doesn't want to be And that's the only life she knows. That's the only life she knows. That's the only life she knows. So now she can't be a hustler's hoe. She's going to be a hustler's mom. So, facts. There you go. Facts. (laughs) Facts. So, those same job descriptions, she now roll over to with her child. So, damn, you just spoke knowledge right there. Well, I guess we'll be tuned in Sunday and see what's going to happen. You know, of course, me and Damien, we're going to be up at midnight, 1 o'clock mm-hmm. in the morning watching this shit. Uh, I don't know why. We'll be up Sunday morning trying to get Marvin up like as usual. Hey, Marvin. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't even talk about the episode until your ass watch it, man. We'll be waiting on y'all. Hey, no. Nah, yeah, I'm going to be up at midnight. Shit. I'm going to be up at midnight. I got to watch this shit. Yeah, Digo, watch yeah. that shit. It's an extended episode, too. This snitch from this bottle. first 48, my this first 48 episode got me fucked up. Yeah, right? I was the same way. I said the same thing. I said the exact same thing you said. I said this episode should have been called snitching. Like, Right, that shit was crazy. It should be called God damn it, what the fuck? Cause that's all I was saying during the whole episode. <laughs> hey, God damn it. This next what episode ain't as bad as this one. God, they can't give us two back to back, right? Well, we gonna we gonna find out. Oh yeah, oh. we'll find out. Am I right, am so... I still here? Hello. Yeah, yeah we here. Man. Oh, okay. No, some I I I didn't know. Somebody just tried to call me. I should have put my phone on. Do not disturb. My bad. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and close out this week's episode. So, uh, TSF Entertainment, thanks all our fans for listening, and uh, stay tuned to uh, next week's episode. Uh, special thanks to our special guest tonight. Uh, from Really BTV. Uh, we appreciate you sitting in on the podcast with us tonight. Um, if you want to learn more about us, you can follow us on TSF Entertainment. Um, y'all hit y'all social media. Mine is Retro CG. Mine is Jack of Jordans. Um, I'm, you can catch me on YouTube at really BTV, like really bitch TV. And I want to thank, I want to thank you guys for the invitation. I, this was fun. I enjoyed it. I had a good time. Marvin, come back and do more shit. Yeah, I'm still here, boy. You know, (laughs) bring your way. Tell him how to find y'all. I was waiting on y'all to do y'all thing. You drunk You know, I'm juggernaut underscore of. 
underscore soul. You know how I go. Drunk. <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate it, y'all. We see y'all next week, y'all. Holly. All right, we out, All right, man. <laughs>